Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, I think he's on now, so let's welcome him back quick. What's up, man? It's good to have you back. How you doing? 
Yeah, I'm on. Y'all here? Yeah, we're yeah, here. we're here, man. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, I, I didn't think y'all, I didn't think y'all could hear me. Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, man. It's good to have you back, man. I know you uh, talked about the Westboro about things from last year. I know you had some thoughts as well, so I'll let Tyrone go first, and you can fill in the cracks. And please don't cry on, on cry on the air because I know y'all love your Saints. So, well, man, yes, you know. Uh, it was a it was a very disappointing season. Um, I thought we had more talent than we actually did. Um, Me too. We we just I don't know, man. We just completely fell flat on our face. Um, couldn't really get it together. Um, we struggled, of course, as everybody knows. Uh, defensively, we just were we were putrid, horrible historically bad. So right. um, it was just basically a matter of just throw it up. Um, you know, the opposing team is going to catch it, run it. They'll be able to get whatever yards they need. Um, <laughs> you know, just anything. <laughs> and, you know, we of course we had um, the, the person that we probably hate right under Roger Goodell, um, that would be uh, Brandon Browner. Um, oh, my gosh. So we had him on, unfortunately, on the team, and he he never found a way to get hurt and stay out. He was always consistently um, starting for healthy, and uh, <laughs> so you know he was never a scratch. Um, so he was you could depend on him uh, giving up either a touchdown or a major penalty to keep the, keep the other team in the game, or even let him win. <laughs> Let alone just keep them. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so let me interject right quick because I could have sworn that Brown would have been a great addition for you. I had no idea that he'd become Franker such a cancer. I mean, I mean, you, you, I mean, you laid it out, Tyrone. I mean, he gave up touch big play after big play, and he was supposed to bring some leadership to that defense, and apparently he never did, and that's quite disappointing. Well, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I should have known it was going to be bad when he was talking about how how good he had it over in uh, in Seattle um, early in oh, the season. Well, so um, you know, I'm, as as they say, you know, um, don't let the door hit you with a good large splitcher uh, on the way out. So, uh, so I'm I'm glad he's back with his you know with his. Team crush his his crush over with uh, Seattle and maybe they'll get more out of him, um, but but yeah he was horrible for us. Yeah, so let's bring was. in the brother-in-law of a quick. It sounds sounds like yes. man, you have a lot to add as well because I know you itching to just go off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year. yeah. So, yeah, so we, give me your two cents about what happened. Yeah. Well, uh, pretty much, I uh, just pretty much. Uh, piggyback on what brother in law is saying and that's uh you know we thought Brown was gonna be a, a different type of player. And um just kinda be a little fair, like uh he was bad but uh our whole secondary it really didn't play as good as they should have. But as we all know, uh uh to a good secondary is a pass rush and we didn't have a pass rush at all last year. Yeah. And um yeah. And, 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 and and that hurt a lot. But, uh, you know, just like Tyrone said, man, I'm glad, you know, that, you know, it didn't work out. 
And to be honest with you, I don't think he's really a fit for a corner to me. I don't mean I don't know how even he uh he, he, he worked out in Seattle. Maybe because they had such a ferocious front line, maybe that's what it was, but for some reason That's what I'm thinking. He played he played he played so he played so um uh, he was able to in Seattle for some reason they let their cornerbacks and defensive back play physical. But as soon as he touched somebody over here he was getting a flag. <laughs> So I I don't know yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but uh, you know, um, he's where he wants to be, obviously, and that's fine. We've got some young guys that with with more talent and more upside in, on the team right now, so uh, we're good where we at right now. Well, you know, brother, I'm gonna stay with you for a minute and catch your mission to be your, your defense. I mean, you're right. I mean, first of all, you guys were second to dead last in total defense. Only the Giants were worse. And, uh, oh my God. I mean, passing yards. I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad, and it gets a little worse, brother. Um, you were successful there last, and, and passing pass yards allowed, and rushing the yards allowed, you're pretty bad as well. I mean, let me just ask you this, brother-in-law. Is, can this defense be saved? I mean, because we weren't that far removed from a Super Bowl run where your defense was actually pretty decent. So, I mean, for some turnovers and get a pass rush in, and everything to your point about pass rush makes a good secondary. Can, can y'all get back to that? I mean, or is this just unsolvable at this point? Well, I think we can, and I actually think that we will. And I'll tell you why. It's because okay. first of all, like Ryan, Rob Ryan, I think he's a good uh, defensive uh, coach, but I think his his calls are too uh, complicated. And um, okay. I heard somebody. I heard somebody saying something like, "But before they can get the call in, the entire call in, the other team is pretty much about to snap the ball <laughs> because his calls were so complicated, wow. you know." And and not wow. and to mention that we 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 I think a lot of people don't understand and give us credit for having a pretty good uh, off season. We have an underrated off season where we did pretty well in the draft, and we got some guys in uh, free agency, uh, Nick Fairley. We got uh, uh, Laronidas okay. from the Rams, veteran leadership. And then we drafted uh, a really stud defensive lineman in uh, uh, Rankins from uh, Louisville. And uh, that'll yes, help our like pass rush. I like him a lot. Yes, it will. Exactly. And and we also had, like, a, uh, we redshirted a guy by the name of P.J. Williams from Florida State, who was a third-round pick last year. And the only reason why he was in the third round because he, because he got in trouble. He really was a late first round talent. So uh, with, with with defense and just about, just about with anything, just about with anything in, 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 in uh, on the football field, uh, talent you need talent. And I think we've upgraded the talent it, to go along with the talent that we acquired in last year's draft. We we've had two good drafts, I think, uh, overall, defensively and offensively, but especially defensively. With uh, 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 Stephon Anthony, like I said, Rankins, P.J. Williams, Damian Swan, a few other guys that I think that, that can help us. And I think we were kind of slow. And these guys could run, actually. We were slow and unathletic. Okay. And I think we've upgraded We've upgra- upgraded that. Yeah. Cool, cool. So what do you think about that, Tyrone? Like, do you guys, do you, Tyrone, like your draft as much as your bro out there? Or do you have anything added to that? Or, or are you just still stewing over last season? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I it took me a little while to get over last season. Um, I, after a while, you know, I, 
I stopped even tuning in. Uh, I just I knew Brown was going to give up at least one touchdown. So you know that that was we were basically spotting every team seven or fourteen points before we even really got started. So so anyway, but uh, yeah, we had we had great drafts. I think um, I think whatever they did in terms of change of philosophy or whatever, they got some football players. And, mm-hmm. and so they got guys who, you know, had had production, um, but was not project. You know, we we made the we made the mistake a few, uh, maybe three or four years ago now with a guy from a, from a Nebraska, uh, that mm-hmm. cornerback okay. who we were John trying to back east. Yeah, yeah. So he okay. he was horrible. Uh, and we wasted a draft pick on him. Um, and everybody, and I remember everybody saying that he was a project. They were surprised that we picked him that high. So, I mean, I don't think he's even in the league right now. So, um, so we wow. we picked we picked, we picked a lot better over the last uh, couple of years. And actually, one of the things that we've been doing really, really well um, in recent years is our undrafted free agents. Uh, we have been money uh, in the undrafted free agent pool. And, and so we've done so well that we are now starting to get guys, um, you know, some of the top guys, because um, they know they have a real chance of making our team. I think we've been okay. averaging somewhere between four and six <clears throat> undrafted guys making the squad, you know, the final the final squad uh, over the, every year almost for the last probably about four years or so. So we've been doing really good in the undrafted free agent pool. Now, granted, these guys are not stars. All of them are not stars. But that just right. kind of speaks to the fact that we have some really good talent evaluation. Um, you know, we we stole Willie Sneed somehow. I don't know what they <laughs> – who overlooked him, but um, he's been outstanding um, for us. And and so you know we we've done really really well, and you know when you ask the question about whether or not our defense can get back to that Super Bowl defense, um, I think we we can't we don't have anywhere to go but up. <laughs> right. We can't right. get much worse than we right. were already up. Specifically, you know, right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if we if uh, we're somewhere halfway in the middle of the pack, hey, we did great. Um, so. <laughs> I think we can do that. Shoot, <laughs> um, as they say, even a blind squirrel will find a nut every now and then. So maybe we can <laughs> find a way to be somewhere, you know, in the top 20 of the league in defense. And if anything else, you know, is gravy. But the biggest reason why we haven't been doing so well is we just never get our hands on, on turnovers. Um, mm-hmm. For whatever reason, we can't get any interceptions. We can't pick up the fumble. We can't, you know, right. stop people. Uh, so we can't get those turnovers while we, at the same time, we turn the ball over. So that's a recipe yeah. for disaster. So if we get sort of average, I think we'd be better. Yep. Yeah, I mean, to your point, you guys had only nine interceptions last year. I'm looking at the stats right now. And, yeah, that's <laughs> unacceptable. I mean, it's, it's totally unacceptable. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, just, you know, just look at, at your picks some more, your draft picks. I really like this kid. You probably brought him up already, but Von Bell out of Ohio State. 
I like oh, him a lot. Yeah, I, about I, I think I yeah. think he'll he'll be wonderful for your secondary. And I love Sheldon Rankins because I watched a lot of ACC football last last couple of seasons, and um, Rankins was a beast in the interior. He had double digit sacks last year, and that should be a lot of help for you guys. If someone, hey, if someone just uh, after when you guys are here, the sirens in the background. <laughs> I hope you're in a safe place. <laughs>
I would like to add, just add into that, that, you know, Sean Payton has always ran our offense. And uh, mm-hmm. last year we were eight. We were eight in offense. That's the that's the the lowest. Yeah. If I'm not, we've been it in uh, offense, and that's eight, and that's pretty high. We've always been top three, two, three in offense. We dipped a little bit to eight, mm-hmm. and, that, and that was a lot to do with uh, injuries. We had lost Jimmy Graham. We had nobody to kind of really help Brandon Cooks. Sneed, uh, he he came along towards the middle and end of the season. Uh, but we just didn't have enough weapons now. And we had Spiller, who was hurt. Now we have all these young guys that's coming back. We drafted Mike Thomas from uh, Ohio State. So we have a plethora right. of weapons. To, uh, and they're young, and they're cheap for the most part. Mm-hmm. And we can, get bi- we can get busy now, you know. Yeah, and to, to your point, so about Jimmy, about Jimmy Graham, it seemed like you guys missed him a lot in the passing game. In the sense that he was a big target, he was fast, a tight end, no one could check him, uh, you know, especially like a linebacker or a strong 50 miles, would forget about it. But do you guys, <laughs> I guess suffice to say, you guys missed uh, Jimmy Graham more than you guys would imagine that you missed Jimmy Graham. Right, we did. Yep, we did. Yeah. Yep, yep, we surely did. So, uh, man, and, so, and, 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 we sure yeah. did. I mean, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Graham, um, Jimmy Graham is, you know, a really unique guy. Um, but I think uh, he was the perfect fit for our offense and a person like Sean Payton. Um, Drew Brees has always liked the tight end, so he's made a star out of pretty much almost any tight end he's been playing with. Um, of course, you know, he had uh, Antonio Gates in San Diego. Um, he had right. Derek Mishaki here. Um, and then he had Jim Graham. And then we had Ben Watson, who had a career year last year. So now this year he has Kobe Fleener, who I think is probably going to have a big year, um, you know, if he stays healthy and everything. So, um, you know, it's really telling that Jimmy Graham really didn't have that great of a year with Seattle. Um, so a lot of it has to do with Sean Payton's system. And uh, and I think the the challenge with Jimmy Graham for, from our perspective outside of, you know, of course he wanted to be paid and he probably should have been paid uh, according to how he was, how much he was, uh, how much he meant for our offense. But at the same time, uh, he he was pretty much one dimensional. So mm-hmm. you know, when he comes in, it's gonna be a pass for most for the most part. I mean they might mix it up and throw in a run, but you know, it's gonna be a pass. So when Jimmy Graham is in the game, it's like playing Madden. You know, you're passing it every time. I mean, because he's such a, a mismatch. So, you know, after a while, yeah, it's gonna be great. But then, you know, teams figured out, you know, just keep jamming and keep, you know, messing up his routes and everything, holding him and everything because he's an emotional guy. So he gets all into it. And, he, and he'll beat you every now and then. But then he'll have some boneheaded plays where, you know, he won't necessarily beat or go all out to beat a double mm-hmm. or triple team. You know, sometimes he'll let other guys kind of get in his head. And so mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm hoping that 
cleaner and is a little bit more of a two-way, two uh, double threat in terms of passing and uh, and blocking. Although I don't think he's known for his, his great blocking ability either. But uh, but I think you know Sean Payton is, knows how to use a tight end, and especially with the type of weapons that we have. Uh, I think we're going to be back in the top five. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a conservative prediction. Yes, sir. So, do you guys think Mark Ingram will ever get a get back to his form? I mean, I know he's no scat back. I mean, he, he is what he is. I mean, he gets good yardage. Mm-hmm. He's a short yardage guy. But he was a touchdown machine for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But do you think he'll ever get back to his form? Because if he does, he'll really help take the pressure off of Drew Brees in that passing game. And make them less one-dimensional and more, more unpredictable. Which is which? Would the Saints would be at their best, and Sean Payton would be at his best play calling if that's the case. So, do you think that running game will ever get back to what it once was? Um, um, uh, I I think that uh, with Mark, the most important thing is staying healthy. He's um every time he we think he's about to break out with you know a, a, a year where he gets twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred yards rushing you know, 12, 14 touchdowns, he gets hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, last year he was, he started off good. He was doing well, but of course he got hurt and, uh, and, 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 and that kind of derailed everything. But it, for him, it's pretty much about being healthy. And I think if he, if he's healthy, I mean, I think right. he's a 1200 yard back. I think he's a 1200 yard back. And not to mention our line was kind of, you know, kind of funny last year. That's why we ended up spending a big, uh, a high draft choice on uh, Andrews Pete. And he's helping out very good, and we have a uh, you know Armstead, who's one of the top young tackles in the league, and and of course Max Unger, who's probably one of the top centers in the league. So I think we have a pretty solid line. It's about the health of uh, uh Mark, and because um, uh, Hightower came on towards the end of the season, and I mean he he did pretty well, and I think Mark would have probably got most of those carries had he not had he not been hurt. So like I said, it's pretty much about health with Mark to me. I got you. I got you. So, um, as, as, as far as that goes, let's look at uh, crystal ball, shall we, to this coming season, next month. Um, you guys <laughs> got a lot of promise. Yeah, because I remember last year I got burnt when I predicted that you all would win the division. But nevertheless, nevertheless, um, let's just take a look at the regular season. You guys got the Raiders at home week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys go to the Giants, host those hateful Falcons in, in week three on Monday Night Football. Oh, my and God. There you go. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys get the um, NFC – I'm sorry, uh, the NFC West. Yeah, you guys get the NFC West this season as well as the, NFC, uh, AFC West as well. So you got two West. And so – it should make for a better year. I mean, you never know, obviously, with the NFL, like, like from year to year. I mean, that's the reason why they say NFL is not for long. But what do you guys like, – because I know you guys see your know, team schedule for this coming year. So what do you guys mm-hmm. – I'll start with you, Tyrone. What is your – if you appear in the crystal ball, what is your record? What is your team's record by season's end? <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> oh man, Tyrone, you there? It's a 
Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I guess he's. I guess I don't know if we lost him or not, but uh, let me let's let's, let's, let's let's kick it to to you, brother. Yeah, I guess he fell off the the uh, uh, the line, so I'll let you get it. Okay. So, what do you think the record's gonna be next season? Uh man, I'm, last year, you know, I, I uh, oh man, I'm gonna go out on the limb, and I'm gonna go. With I know some people are gonna be like, man, you're crazy, but I'm gonna go within that ten and six, eleven and five. I think we'll surprise people. Mm. And uh, okay. that's ten and six, eleven and five, eleven and five. But the key is, the key is, now if you catch me mid-season, yeah. it might be a different story. But the key is okay. for us, okay. <laughs> the key for us is to start off fast. Those four, four first right. four games that you mentioned, um, if we can start off three and one, four and zero, oh, we got something cooking. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And it's not going to be no, easy but, because, I mean, the Raiders, the Raiders are going to be a lot better right. this year, y'all. And, uh, yes, and they are. Even though you get them at home, which helps a lot, mm-hmm. a whole hell of a lot. Yes. But still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, the, I don't think the Chargers are going to be any good at all, to be honest with you. Uh, the no, Giants, you know, we don't know about the Giants. like, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And, you know, the right. the rivalry games, you guys typically split with them every year anyway. You get them at home. Pretty much. So I, mm-hmm. I, I see easily three and one, possibly three right. and one. But just as mm-hmm. long as you guys start on the positive side, I think the rest of the season take care of itself. I don't get the Panthers twice. Yeah, you you also if the Buccaneers are up and coming by, I don't think they'll give you much of a problem, at least on paper. So I do yeah. tend to agree, but as long if your defense comes to play right. if 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 it's dancing, if, 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 to your point and I know Tyrone said this a couple of years ago. You don't have to, and Tyrone is back now, but you don't have to be stellar no, to no. be good. You, you just need your no. defense to be above average. Or, hell, hell even right. average would, would work for me. So, hopefully, we'll right, get Tyrone exactly. back in. I know there's a connection issue. But, yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's I think that's all you need for your defense is to be, like, maybe 15th in the league. And I think you have some. I really do. So, so Tyrone is back. So let me just take a crack at Tyrone. So, um, your, 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 your brother-in-law predicted ten and six to eleven and five. So, what is your prediction by season then? <laughs> well, I'm gonna be a little bit more concerned. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with eight and eight. Uh, okay. I think I think we have the talent to be better. Uh, we can also be worse record-wise. Um, all it takes is a couple of injuries <laughs> or, or something uh, to go go wrong. Uh, I I think the law of averages is going to catch up with us in terms of getting some of these turnovers. Uh, I don't think we have – I think nine interceptions uh, is an anomaly. So, yeah. I think okay. we can do better than that. I agree with that. Uh, and I think we can get more fumble recoveries. I, I just think we can do better in that department. In, in, if we get more turnovers, then yeah, I think we can we can be on the on the you know somewhere in the ten and six or eleven and five range. But if we if we do what we did last year, we don't get those turnovers and get those unlucky bounces and all of that. We're gonna be eight and eight again. Mm, yep. I got you. So one last thing, and I'll get your brother out here on this. You, yeah, I know your brother-in-law mentioned um, the, the the Cowboys, the hatred the Saints fans have towards Cowboy Nation, and I know about oh the Falcons rivalry that you have. 
which is probably the probably the most underrated robbery in the league because if you look at the history, and you guys know the history, but I just talked to the view to to the listeners. You you got both franchises, both Falcons and Saints came in about roughly about the same time. You guys were like like a year apart. And you were typically you were pretty much the two the first two franchises from the deep south in the NFL. So Right. right. Yeah, there's a lot of history with that. So but let me but I've heard from many people about and I've heard this on television that people think tend to think that Falcons are like the, the state's number one rival in terms of like in terms of history and everything. But I but I heard from some there's so many people as well that they hate that y'all hate the Cowboys a lot. Maybe because it's due to 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 proximity from New Orleans to Dallas, it means from Louisiana to Texas. But let's just set this up the score right here. Do you think Saints Nation, who that nation rather, hates Dallas more or Atlanta more? Oh my goodness, that's a tough one. Oh wow. man, that's a tough question. <laughs> that's, um, that's tough right there. Oh my goodness, that's a good one. <laughs> well, wow. Let, let me go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say, um, I would say that <laughs> Dallas is. Per- I think we hate the Cowboys more. Uh, okay. Because we because we have a lot of, I don't know, maybe just because of that proximity thing. Um, we have a lot of folks who want to cross the border and become cowgirl fans, you know, especially <laughs> up in that Shreveport area. Uh, you know, they're still living in the past about, you know, when they won some championships and all of that. And so, you know, um, so, and, and, and they're, some of the, they're some of the worst trash talkers oh my in the world. I mean, you can't hear a <laughs> coming out of Texas when they lose. But as soon mm-hmm. as they get any win, oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. They, they come out of the woodwork. So right. I think we can't stand them the most. Um, Atlanta is like almost like your little brother. Exactly. Like, you took oh. the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> you know they, <laughs> I was about to ask you. I was like, "Are they on? The, are they going to play this year?" You know, because I I haven't heard anything about them. Um, you know, so I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, they're, they're not really even a real franchise. You know, it's, we have more fans in in the uh, wherever they play than they do. Uh, you know, if they win, it'll be packed. We'll start hearing all kind of. Rise up and all this other stuff, you know, these weak chants and things that they have, but, but, uh, you know, they're just irrelevant, really. I mean, we respect them because they're in the division and all, but it really hasn't been a right. rivalry in the last few years, so, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And to kind of, to kind of, uh, add, add to, to uh, kind of add to what Tyrone's saying, it hasn't been really a rivalry with both because, uh, the last, I'm gonna say, last ten years, at least since Sean Payton's been the coach in uh, in, in, uh, in New Orleans, uh, I think we've played yeah. uh, the Dallas maybe I'm gonna say maybe six times, seven times, and we beat them like five times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like 
and, right. and I had a, a discussion with a guy at my work who's a big Dallas Cowboys fan, and, and I told him over the last 10 years, we've been a better organization all the way around than you guys. Mm. They had that one. Good, they had the one yeah. good year a couple of years ago, but but outside of that, they hadn't been relevant. And just like Tyrone said, they kind of like live off the uh, the 90s when you when you when you really didn't have a, a salary cap, so you could pay uh, 20 Hall of Famers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> On one team. <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So in today's game, you know the players they had. Not it's not a hate factor. It's just true. In today's game, you couldn't play, you couldn't pay all of those great players they had on their team. You would have lost at least half of them. Right. <laughs> you right. Know, so the salary cap so, uh, equalizes. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, yeah, yeah. I I think that I actually think that I actually think Atlanta's going to be better than they were, uh, and it, it, that's just the NFC South thing. Um, Mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to be better. Um, so Carolina yeah. probably is not going to win the same amount of games they won last year. They probably are going to have a tough time winning the division, uh, just because I think everybody is gunning for them now. Um, right. And, and so it's, it's going to be really tough. So Atlanta's not going to be nearly as bad as they've been over the last couple of years. Tampa Bay is going to be better. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be a dog fight, uh, which is another yeah. reason why I kind of give the prediction of 8-8 eight eight, uh, because I don't think anybody's going to run away with the division. Um, sure. It's going to be sort of like the black and blue division where everybody's just going to beat up on each other. Um, right. And we know each other so well, it's going to be really, really tough uh, to, to you know, run run the table. In our division, right. you know, Carolina doing what they did last year was kind of an anomaly. So, I right. mean, um, actually, they got lucky in a couple of games too. So we we actually had them on the road, but twice, you know, right? Like uh, the late Benny Green said, we let them off the hook. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna, I think we're gonna beat up on each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got one more question for y'all. Before I let you go, I know I lied earlier. I said I had one more question earlier. But That's all right. given what you said about the Cowboys, who do you hate more, the Cowboys or Roger Goodell? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I man. bet you guys still hate Roger Goodell down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he really did a number on us, man. He did a number on us. Uh, I would say, I would say Roger uh, probably only because <laughs> <laughs> only because he actually he hurt us competitive competitively, and what I mean by that mm-hmm. is he took away high he took away high draft picks that we could have used on the defensive side of the of the ball. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And uh, yeah. he took our coach. He, we we basically got slammed for 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 not for no proof. You know, you go in the court of law, you know how that works. You don't have no proof, man. They're right. going to kick you out of there. <laughs> That's right. So we, we, we pretty much yeah, got uh, – uh, exactly. You know, we they, they pretty much we – got, we got the shaft on that one. So in regards to this, because of how it affected us, how it affected, affected us, I would say that uh, Roger is definitely the, the one. 
Wow. Yeah, hands hey, down. I, I, hands yeah. down, Roderick Goodell. <laughs> he said hands down, Roger Goodell. He said hands down. That's hilarious. I think I told Ty Ty, Ty like I wrote this story, but I'm gonna tell you, bro law. When I was down there, like like my wife and myself and my sister law and her husband, we were down in New Orleans uh a few years ago, celebrating New Year's. And like this mm-hmm. is like maybe a season after a season or so after the whole Brownie crap went down. And so we hanging out, man. And, you know, I'm walking through through Bourbon Street and there's this is one restaurant and it caught my eye because I don't know if it was John Vilma's restaurant or whatever, but in the window I took a picture of this too, in the window it had a sign that had Roger Gazelle's face and it said, Do not serve this man. And I about laughed out loud on the spot. I took a picture and everything. This one other place had like a, a makeshift voodoo doll of Roger Roger Goodell hanging from his window. It was, it, was, it, was like, it was it was another restaurant. It was another seemingly reputable reputable establishment, but it had a similar thing that says he's not welcome here. And then the coup de grace was the next day. It was like the day before New Year's Day. Okay. So we were like so. so <laughs> we were actually it was, it was actually the day of the Saints game. Excuse me, and the final home game against the Panthers. And we're walking uh, towards, towards like we're right at the Superdome. And you know, I don't know if you guys. I mean, you guys probably been to a thousand Saints game. So it's like those side concrete thingies along the side, like pillars or whatever. Someone mm-hmm. held a life-size, a giant life-size voodoo doll of Roger Goodell, <laughs> and there's a guy stood on top of it with smiling people taking pictures of the whole thing. And I was like laughing my butt off. I'm like, dude, <laughs> y'all hate Roger Goodell so much, man. And so that, I think that was a year that was the year that y'all hosted the Super Bowl like, because it was like people were drunk with Goodell saying, so you going to go back to New Orleans or what? So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 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 oh, that, was, that was one of the most funniest things I've ever seen in my life. So I just thought mm-hmm. I'd share it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I would think, I would think also too. Uh, Roger probably had extra security. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. he did. I'm sure he's probably he did. more than the president. <laughs> God, he's probably still needs to watch again. I mm-hmm. think he does, <laughs> and I think he he. I think I don't know if you ever go back to do New Orleans again after all that went down. <laughs> so anyway, hey guys, thanks a lot for for doing this. This is a lot of fun. I enjoy previewing the Saints to you every year. Hopefully, we'll get to talk during the season when the Saints are doing well. Hopefully, it's for you guys' sake, and uh, mm-hmm. y'all keep representing who that nation. Yes, sir. All right, it, my all pleasure. right, man. It's been fun, man. All right, you got yeah. it, man. Have a good, have a good night. That's right. those are my guys, um, Tyrone Miller and his brother-in-law, just breaking it down as usual. Love their Saints. I mean, Saints fans, man, they're such great loyal fans. It's it's, uh, it's just one of those things where I enjoy talking to Saints fans. They're very knowledgeable, very passionate. They bring it every time, and I always knew about the disdainment towards the Falcons. I never knew they hate the Cowboys more than the Falcons, and obviously they hate still hate Roger Goodell more than the Falcons. Like I do. I hate Roger Goodell. I mean, that's just a whole other reason in itself. But 
Anyway, we're going to keep the NFL Super Fan Series party going next week. We're going to preview the Eagles uh, this coming Tuesday and uh, mix up a couple more podcasts next week as well. So until then, this is Scott Burks and this is Clown. Thank you all for tuning in. 06, have a good night.